When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. I got you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably go with the yard, probably be locked by the force, trying to hustle some bands, jack go with the clothes, feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand will fall, middle finger to the Lord, nigga, grip on the ball, seven ladies be love me, from the bleachers they scream, all the ball
position in the kitchen with soda. I just whip the bullpup, trying to get me a rover, trying to stretch out the coat like a wrestler. Yes, sir. Keep the heck of it close. You know the smokers are tension. But like 52 cars went out. I'm through dealing now. 52 bars come out. Now you feel them now. 52 cars roll out. Remove sir, in case 52 bras come out. Now you chilling with a boss, bitch of cars and C on the seat. At the 4040 club, ESPN on the screen. I play the with jeans. We are doing it all again. This is Monday, and this is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan. How is everybody doing out there? I hope everybody had the best weekend. <laughs> the best weekend. Um, uh, I had a good weekend. I, I played one of my favorite mashups, uh, Jay-Z and the Grateful Dead, because your boy saw the Dead and Company on Saturday night at Dodger Stadium. Um, it's John Mayer's band. I don't know if you, <laughs> the dead and company are, uh, an offshoot of the grateful dead. And this is my second dead and company show. I saw the first one Halloween at Hollywood bowl. And this is their first, uh, show back. They're doing a summer tour. And I always, man, it is, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's great. If you can experience it at some point, it's great. It's magical. It's weird. It's, you know, I, I've gotten more into jam bands as I get older. I'm excited. I want to see fish. I want to see, but no, it's like they're, but I, what I love, what I love about music in general, what I love about any kind of thing that has a fan base. I love, I love fan bases. Like, you know, like I love that we love Bravo reality shows. I and mean, we, you know, us, me and you, we have great taste. We, our tastes run the gamut. We're not just into one thing. We're into everything. And I think that's the way we got to be. We got to be open to everything. And um, <laughs> the Hollywood Bowl show, you know, it was like more of a um, – it was like really packed in and it was dark. The Dodger Stadium one was more well lit and you really you really got to see everybody. And uh, <laughs> just there was one guy – we had like good seats and there was one guy like – 
you could just tell like they, these guys travel all around and it was like it was so cool it's like you could it was like the first day back at school for some of these people because they're going to follow the dead all summer long and it was like i there was this one guy i labeled cooter because he just looked like a cooter and it was like that's a guy he looked like he was in his 70s rocking like people were coming up to say hi to cooter shake his hand and it was like it was like that everywhere there i mean it was, it was it's a scene man it is a scene and i love it because like i've gotten more into the music and if you kind of um i don't know do any kind of i, I don't know if you were to partake in an edible or i mean it, who knows who know you know, even have a bud light i you know you can really get into the music and kind of lose yourself and what i think is great is that you start taking stock of your own life like you you i was getting into deep philosophical discussions with myself at the show, which is, it's very different than when you go see, like, say, like, Dua Lipa. Like, Dua Lipa's fun. Like, it's good choreography. It's just, you know, it's like, but, like, you know, dead and stuff like that. You're like, you're thinking about, like, the brotherhood of man. You're thinking, of, you know, like, I'm not thinking about, you know, Luann and Sonia and Ramon. If, if Ramona's going to, you know, reveal the next uh, location of Teresa Giudici's wedding, which, by the way, <laughs> Teresa Giudici did change the wedding plans because Ramona Singer revealed all the wedding plans. So the wedding plans have completely changed because of Ramona. <laughs> because of Ramona like you, if you, like you can't write this stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The only sad thing is, like, what I'm realizing as I get to meet more of these reality show people is that they live their lives exactly like you see on screen. Like the draw, like that that Ramona mix up is not going to be on the show. Yet that's something that you're like, I could have sworn that was in the fifth season of New York. Didn't Ramona do that? No, Ramona just Ramona is Ramona. <laughs> so, um. But anyway, I was I was thinking at the show. Uh, oh man, it was it was so tough to get in, and I mean it was all tons of fun. Um, but it, it's just such those stadium shows to get in, and I don't know if you guys have done any kind of stadium show. It's it's like a marathon, man. You have to train for this stuff, and uh, just getting in and out of that stuff was crazy. But uh, a couple quick thoughts, John Mayer. I, I say this with Sophie because Sophie loves John Mayer. The guy, it's just not fair to the rest of us. Like the only, like, I hate that he treated Jessica Simpson and a lot of women badly. You know, he's got a pretty, he's got a pretty up there roster, but at the same time, he does like, he's funny. He can play the guitar. He's friends with Andy Cohen. Like there's all, like, I'm like, damn. And I just, I just kept cracking up thinking about what does he talk to the other dead and company members that have been with the band? Like, what does he talk to Bob Weir about the lead of that band? Like that's such history there. And you can tell he appreciates it and he fits in, except that he's like, you know, with a bunch of older dudes like Bob Weir, it, he looks. It just he looks like the captain of this ship. Like his just beard is like white and wild. And if they do like a tight shot on the camera on the screens, you're just like, dude, this man has lived. Like it, it, he'll give the most intense looks while he's singing. He's not even trying to. And you're just like, that dude's seen some shit. Which is like the old crowd at the Dad Show. They've seen some shit. These guys go from town to town. Like it is, it is just wild. And they're all amazing nice like welcoming people but i don't know i mean i was go i was but i uh, the whole point of this was i was just um 
I had said on the Patreon, I did like a hour long Patreon, just me talking about last week and kind of giving some inside dirt about the Heather McDonald interview. And I did my headshots on Friday, you guys. I think I mentioned that on Friday's Beverly Hills recap. And they went good, I think. Knock on wood, I should get get the uh, proofs back this week. So I'm, but I, I was so nervous about that. And that went good. And I cleaned my closet finally. That's not a metaphor. I just actually cleaned. There was just like a stack of clothes, just like three feet deep. And I had cleaned that. And I was just like, wow, like getting stuff done is cool. (laughs) Guys, if there's anything I can teach you this week, it's getting stuff done. Say it with me is cool. All right, we did it. Um, But I was really appreciative. And I was thinking, you know, I was listening to what song was I listening to of theirs and they were like jamming out and I was just saying like I think I think we're we're breaking through. I think I think we're close to something you guys. I say this a lot, but I've never felt close. I've never felt more scared but at the same time closer to I don't know. I don't know what breaking through means in terms of podcasting or talking about reality shows because you're at home going, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. But to me, it is that deep. To me, I love putting everything into this. And and even if it just gives you a stupid laugh, I love that. I love that. And I, I wanted to start this week off by saying, once again, how much I love that, how much I appreciate that, how much I know you guys do for me. Uh, and it does not go unnoticed. Uh, but I, I just really I just got excited of like, I just keep, I don't know. I don't know what's about to happen, but something's about to happen. You're like, yeah, you're going to jail. That's what's about. No, no, I'm really, I don't know. But I was just having this kind of like, okay, like, I think we're, I think we're in the right place. Uh, speaking of that, let's get the, uh, the, the, the bull crap out of the way up front. Uh, go, you guys, subscribe to the YouTube right now. Uh, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Hit subscribe. It was really cool. Like we've got a bunch of like, like 14 or 15 videos up now. We have today's Sophie episode if you want to watch us. I mean, it's not, we're not. We're not reinventing the wheel in terms of the looks department. Uh, we're just doing our shit. But if you want to see me make funny faces, it's there. But also there's a, the Beverly Hills recap I did on Friday is there. Uh, and I make a lot of goofy faces in that. And it's a lot of fun. I'm trying to think of more visual things that I can put into the YouTube. Um, I got one voicemail to say, stop playing with my beard. So that's a that's a helpful tip. I'll play maybe, you know what, I'm going to play some voicemails this week uh, just to give you a uh, taste of what I'm getting. But I liked that one. But thank you to the caller that said, stop playing with your beard. I was like, is this my mom? My mom tells me to stop playing with my beard. Uh, But (laughs) it's so funny. It's it is just (laughs) that's the other thing, too, is that you have to be strong enough to withstand everybody's opinions on something like and most of them are great but you have to like withstand you have to kind of temper that with you know actual notes like stop picking at your face <laughs> stop picking at your face which now i'm thinking about like now when i recorded with sophie i was like hyper aware so i think i only touched my face like you know 30 or 40 times uh but go over subscribe to that uh you know make a playlist and just play those you can even hit it on mute we're just trying to get to four thousand hours so we can monetize the account and uh i don't know so it's kind of that next thing we're trying to do. Uh, and we're, uh, Medica has been breaking these down into little clips, which you're going to start seeing on TikTok and other places. Cause we're trying to get the word out. You guys, I feel like we've, we've, uh, I feel like I'm primed. I'm ready to rock. 
uh, now is the time to introduce your friends to this. Introduce your families to this. I was watching this uh, documentary, this four-part docu-series I talked with Sophie about called The Deep End about this guru, Teal Swan, that started off on YouTube. Now, I'm not bringing this up because I'm trying to be a guru that starts a cult. No, I'm just saying that we're both on YouTube. Uh, but it is, it, it's on Hulu. It's by Freeform, uh, but it's on Hulu. And it, it it's really gripping. I want you guys to watch it and check it out because it chilled me to the bone. And uh, I just thought, wow, that's uh, – I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. She started out on YouTube, and she has this huge following now. But then you watch this thing, and it is it, – it, it just so eerie. And I was thinking about, like, why do we like things that are cult? You know, like I was thinking about the idea of – could you call not this podcast, but could you call us a cult in the sense that we all love reality shows intensely and we would go to BravoCon or we'll go to Dorit's room or we'll go to like Pump and Sir and Tom Tom and we do all of these things because we love this stuff so much. And like, what is that line of a cult? And I guess Bravo has never asked us to like disconnect from our parents. <laughs> Or, or like pledge their pledge your eternal life to Bravo. I mean, I sort of have without saying it, but you know, they've never asked me. You know, and I'm like, if Andy Cohen calls you guys tomorrow, is like, hey, love you as a fan. We're gonna need you to take it a step further. We're gonna need you to never have kids. Uh, we want you to commit uh, a billion years to us. Like it's, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think I'd do it. Right? Like, you know, do I still get to do the podcast? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to talk to my parents, but I think I would do it. Uh, but I really highly recommend this, The Deep End. It's four parts docu-series. I really liked it. Um, so go subscribe to the YouTube, Instagram, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. You'll also see So Bad It's Good backup uh, in case my account gets fully taken down. You have to type in my full name on Instagram. Uh, you'll type in So Bad It's Good and the backup will pop up first. And you'll be like, oh, there he is. He's not shadow banned. But you, that's the backup account to get to the real account. So bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Throw me a follow over there. Uh, we're just trying to break the algorithm at this point because until July 18th, I think July 18th is the date that they say on on uh, Instagram that I will have full access to my account back. Who knows? Who I might offend somebody in the meantime. It has been known to happen. So we have that. We have Patreon. A couple new episodes came out. Hello, baddies. We did shout-outs last week. I'll be continuing to do shout-outs because more people are uh, doing that. We have – you guys, this is huge news. We got – okay, so we have the official – Stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson shirt, which, by the way, is I don't know if this is the biggest compliment, but if you type in stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson, there are so many copycat shirts now. And even it's like, I don't know if robots do this or something, but they'll even say Ryan Bailey stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson shirt with like other like just I saw like 40 companies doing this. And I'm like, they just flat out stole the design, everything. And um so that's wild. And it shows how like SEO, like web searches and all that, like why is our threadless account not the first one it pops up when you type in Slap Sleep with Tristan Thompson? So remember, our official merch store is so bad it's good merch.com. You can get all your Stop Sleeping with Tristan Thompson and our new one hot off the presses tonight. Stop sleeping with Nick Cannon. That's right, folks. We finally did it. You asked for it. The demand was there. So stop sleeping with Nick Cannon. The perfect shirt to remind you to not have a child with Nick Cannon because just like Tristan Thompson, if you do come in with 
like any kind of contact with Nick Cannon, he will impregnate you. So this is a good way to remind your friends, your family. Uh, this is a perfect gift also to give to young ones. Just say, yeah, as you grow up, don't sleep with Nick Cannon. Like this is this is like a family shirt. Uh, it, I, I think it promotes safe sex. I think it, you know, like there's just, I think this is the shirt I'll be remembered for. So go get your Stop Sleeping With Nick Cannon shirt hot off the presses. Uh, Maditza put that up on the web store tonight. So there's a lot of weird merch there. We're, we're going to start adding more to that as well. We're, we're, we, it, this is a small but powerful engine, folks, and you guys are a huge part of that. So uh, I think that's all the the business, right? You'll hear a couple commercials halfway through. Uh, please listen to them or visit the website. It'll say, hey, visit this, this, slash so bad. Just go visit. See if you like it. Poke around. It does help the show. You know, they're very vocal when nobody goes to it. Obviously, if you've been listening to the show, um last week just so many cool episodes this week the kardashians season finale like i am so enjoying talking about the kardashians lately i think this week i didn't put that kardashian episode that i did this past week on youtube because i was at my friend's house cat sitting which uh today was the last day of the cat sitting so i am no longer cat sitting it was very sad to see them go i mean Stella was kind of my favorite. Uh, Sky was the one that was like locked into a room that I wasn't really allowed to have a lot of contact with. I don't know specifically why, but I'm just glad I made it out alive. But Stella is just a, a doll of a cat. Just I'm I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss her. I said this on the Patreon this weekend, but uh, Sutton, if you're listening. Uh, I'm a cat guy now, uh, usually a dog guy, but now I'm a cat guy. So I've got all, I'm all the man you need Sutton. In fact, I did tag her in a cat photo today and then I, then I deleted it. Cause I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like Sutton's going to think, well, who's this weird guy tagging me in cat photos? Because I'm caught up with my joke of loving Sutton and you're caught up with it. But Sutton, if she's like, who is this guy that keeps doing this? Like, <laughs> What's, what's wrong Sutton if you're listening I would love to take you to the Grateful Dead the Dead and Co uh, that would be great um, I hope you guys are about to have the best week ever let's do the uh, a couple news stories before we get into Sophie and we will call it a day I feel like this is going to be a good week I, I, do you guys feel that? I feel it. I mean, there's a lot of weird shit going on in the world right? a lot of weird shit but there doesn't have to be weird shit with us we're good we're good we are cool. We like each other. We listen to people. We're good. Just keep saying that in your head until you believe it. I'm going to read you something that's going to scare the shit out of you right now, though. Okay. I was on my uh, my paper of choice, the Daily Mail website, and this is the opening headline. This is great. Exclusive. Quote, it's intensely worried people are going to be afraid of it. Suspended Google engineer reveals sent sentient AI artificial intelligence told him it has emotions and wants engineers to ask permission before doing experiments on it. What the F you guy. Okay, we're done. We're done. Hey, hey, have a good week this week. This will probably be the last one. Okay, we finally did it. We finally, we got ourselves into the hole that Terminator 2 predicted all those years ago that we will invent robots to eventually destroy us. This fucking AI is like, is, is acting like me, intensely worried about people afraid of it. Like this, by the way, this sounds like this AI also is just a bit of a pussy like me. I'm now scared that this AI is going to start a podcast or something like the AI wants to start a Bravo podcast. But this really scared. Like, so this person, they designed this AI and they've been testing it and having these huge conversations with it. And it it's become self-aware. Like, what? Like, 
dude, I've already like this dude's good. This, this AI, I feel like is going to steal our girls next. It's going to steal. It's going to be. It's this isn't good. Like, let's sh- maybe shut down the AI. Maybe stop with AI. Like, what are we? Like, what is 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 there anything good that can come out of AI? I keep thinking we keep doing these things to ourselves. It's like the metaverse. Like, we can't even concentrate on this verse. Like, why are we doing more verses? Like, why are we doing more? Like, this universe is already fucked. Why are we doing more of them? Like, let's focus on this one. Like, why is Mark Zuckerberg paying all this money for a different universe when like pay the money to fix this one? <sighs> This is an entertainment podcast, I realize. Uh, this is the last tech one that I wanted to bring up. I've been meaning to bring this up because I just thought it was so funny. Because think about how this would mess up your life in so many ways. I don't think this will add to it. I think this will be messy. Is Okay, so in terms of technology, it was announced last week that um, this, is, this is crazy. So you know how... Apple releases new operating systems every like it seems like every three months or something. So uh, iOS 16, the new operating system from Apple, will let you edit and even unsend text messages in your messages app. So this was announced at the 22, uh, 2022 event this past week. A bunch of new features on the platform. Uh, VP Craig Federighi announced these changes while discussing iOS 16 updates. Um In the fine print of its event press release, Apple explains that the ability to edit or unsend a message will be available for 15 minutes. This is important information, guys. 15 minutes, and once a message is deleted, users can recover them for up to 30 days. Okay, so listen. Sometimes when, not me, you guys, when you've had a couple drinks or whatever, you know, like sometimes you'll wake up the next morning and you'll be like, hey, what the fuck did I send? So this is saying you have to unsent within 30 minutes. So we would still be effed because we, you know, like if you ever get tipsy or whatever, you start like bumming out and you start like just reaching out to friends or like exes, not me, you guys. And um, this kind of seemed like, oh, you can unsend that. But it also seems like I just want to warn you guys, if anybody does this to me, I will screen. If anybody sends me a troubling text, I will I screenshot it immediately. So you're not going to be able to delete it. And as far as that editing thing, I've gotten worse and worse in my typing because I turned off um, auto spell or autocorrect on my iPhone. So like I just I free spell like I just free I free spell and I free spell horribly because I just go so fast because my thumbs are just moving at the speed of light, you folks. And um, <laughs> and so. I just realized the other day like how much I misspell and how much I don't even apologize or correct it anymore. And with this edit feature, I'm not going to go back. Like I'm like I can spell. I mean, I, I can't English structure of words and all that stuff. That's hard for me, but I can basically spell. But I'm not trying to impress anybody at this point. If you get a text from me, expect a couple misspellings in it. That's it. You know, it's in fact, Maditza, if you're listening, we should misspell the the uh, the holiday card we send out this year. Let's misspell that because I, why even pretend like, let's just, let's just spell how we want to spell, man. Like I said, I said this week, like we're so proud to be stupid. Like I'm proud to be stupid. I don't want to spell correctly. I hope you guys don't either. Um, this is exciting. If you're, if you're into sports, uh, black China, um, she's been trying to make a living off the Kardashians for a while. Now she has been forced into the, um, uh, I, the industry of celebrity boxing is that an industry it's uh she had a uh, a fight this weekend at a celebrity boxing match which ended in a draw despite the fact she got put on her ass like she got her ass kicked so i don't know if it was in the contract like she couldn't lose uh china's ring showdown with fitness model alicia megan wasn't the greatest display of the sweet science but both women threw lots of punches and while 
Black China might argue this. Alicia got in the best single shot of the night. So Black China not having a great year in terms of winning things. <laughs> Man, it's gonna suck when you when you hook up with Rob Kardashian. I have to imagine for Black China being a businesswoman, she thinks like, "There's hey, I'm set for life." And especially after having uh, Dream, their child, you're like, okay, good. No matter what, I'm set for life. But I love that Chris Jenner, I really do think Chris Jenner's like, Chris Jenner's like, nah, F that. No, no, no. You're, you're a mess. And that's one of the only times I will truly side with the Kardashians. I think Black China's a complete mess. Um, the Tony Awards were tonight, you, you guys. This is amazing. One of the, the things that we always joked about and was on like a big... On 30 Rock, uh, the EGOT, which is an achievement of having won all four of the major American entertainment awards, the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, and the Tony. Guess who got added to the list tonight? Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson has achieved EGOT status tonight after a strange loop on which the actress served as a producer, won the Tony Award for Best Musical. She, She didn't even have to perform. She just added her name her star power name jennifer hudson actually funny because if you watched american i watched like the first 10 seasons of american idol i used to be a big american idol guy <laughs> I used to be just a big american idol guy jennifer hudson do you remember signing simon cowell saying she wouldn't really go far and look at this man like that's that is congratulations to jennifer hudson um, other EGOT winners, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Rita Moreno, John Legend, Audrey Hepburn, Mel Brooks, all, um, some of those are pretty talented people. <laughs> some of those are pretty talented people. Oh, you know what story I did last week that I got a lot of messages about? People were really bothered by this. That I, Rebel Wilson, you guys, is not British. Rebel Wilson. I said Rebel, Rebel Wilson was uh, British. She is not British. Um, we know she's a woman, and she is now in a relationship with another woman, but she is not British. She is from, now get this, hold on to your hats, she is Australian. Uh, and it's really funny. I do have a lot, hello, Australian listeners. I have a lot of Australian listeners, which is so cool. Um, but I'm so sorry that I do seem to offend uh, with... Like, I, I feel like I need to keep saying this every episode. I don't know geography, and it's something I'm not proud of. I do need to learn geography. It's going to happen this year, and we will take a test. But Australia, you guys fucking rock. You claim Rebel Wilson, not British. Okay, that is in, that's going to be in the memory box forever now. I will never forget that. Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, it was okay tonight. The the Drew, man, you know, the, the one thing about Real Housewives of Atlanta, I will say it's more of that Sheree thing. And Marlo was being such a good friend to Sheree tonight in terms of being there for her with this stupid dude that fucked her over. Like, how are you going to get fucked over by a prisoner, man? I felt, and Sheree was just crying. It was just, it was very beautiful. Um, so, uh, man, I just, I thought that was really, that bummed me out. Also, um, there was a news, Kylie Jenner, uh, was at the same party as Tristan Thompson the other night. And I saw Tristan, like Tristan Thompson, like, dude, Tristan, do you think maybe like stay home? Like this dude is not interested in working on himself at all. And what pissed me off was that he was wearing a shirt, uh, a Rick Rubin shirt. Rick Rubin is, of course, the Zen music producer, produced like Beastie Boys, Metallica, 
Tom Petty Wildflowers. Uh, he produces every amazing musical artist out there. And he's like got this really zen approach to like he looks like a little Buddha. Like he's got a big, big white beard. And just like if you hear him talk about music, it's really beautiful. And he kind of just lets things you know, play. He did Kanye's Yeezus album. I mean, just really interesting how this man works. And Tristan Thompson was wearing his picture on a shirt. And I was like, you take that the fuck off. Tristan, you are far from balance or med. I, I just, disgusting, dude. Disgusting. And Kylie, like, isn't it funny? Like, Kylie, well, she's only like 23. Like, she's fucking young. Like, I just think it's so funny these people having to like keep up with like a club scene or something. Uh, I want to make a couple of recommendations. Love on the Spectrum. I talked about this briefly last week, but I finished it this weekend and it is just so beautiful. Love on the Spectrum. They had an overseas version, but this is the American version and it is just beautiful. And I just love I loved every character on this show. Uh, I keep just what I love about it is just these people are so unique and not in a haha, ha, I'm laughing at you. Like they, they melt your heart, man. Like the humanity in these people that are autistic or on the spectrum are just, it really truly is just a wonderful show that makes you feel good about life. It makes you feel good about love. It breaks your heart at times. It's like, these are like these things, like we need more good things like this that shows the human condition and shows that we basically want love. And these people out there trying to search for love and they're not doing it the 90 day fiance way where they're bringing over like foreigners and weird like websites these are people genuine like i don't know i just it doesn't it gives you so many good feelings but it provides laughter it provides sad it, it really just the highest so bad it's good record it's so bad it's great that's it's the highest so bad it's great recommendation i can give you love on the spectrum also i saw the first episode of this batshit show uh speaking of like on the other end of the spectrum of love on the spectrum you got seeking sister wives over on tlc where the title is is that they're it's people seeking sister wives <laughs> like they, they it's more sister wives. and these couples are batshit you guys i i watched the first episode maybe me watch the first episode and uh, I was horrified. I was titillated. I I, I want to watch more. So wow, Seeking Sister Wives. Remember to watch the Deep End. That was great. Uh, Ninety Day Fiance. I saw some of that before. Uh, you know, it's 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 ninety day thing. It's this ninety day thing. Uh, let me know if you guys are digging that. And Dubai. Remember to support Dubai. Second episode it was like okay. Um, it's not grabbing me fully yet. I liked the first episode a lot, but we do not give up on our shows. That is just a promise that we have made. With each other, we do not give up on our shows, and we do not give up on each other. Thank you guys for all your support. I love you. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. We got a bunch of uh, we got an, another week of great guests, you guys. Oh, actually, I do have one more thing. Maditza reminded me to talk about this, and I didn't, so I want to talk about it now. Uh, put some good vibes out there for WNBA player Brittany Griner. Uh, to try to get her home from Russia. She has been there detained now for more than 100 days. Brittany Griner is a W uh, woman's NBA player, WNBA player. Uh, there's a new story that LeBron James demanded Biden bring her home. We need to come together and help do whatever we possibly can to bring Brittany Griner home quickly and safely. He tweeted out Sunday to 51.4 million, 51 million followers. 
Uh, the letter saying Griner faced inhumane conditions in a Russia prison and has been denied communications with her family and loved ones. As a decorated Olympian and member of an elite global sport community, Brittany Griner's detention must be resolved out of respect for the sanctity of all sport and for all American traveling internationally. It is imperative that the U.S. government immediately address the human rights issue and do whatever is necessary to return Brittany home. The letter continued. So uh, I know that's a little bit of a down thing, but hey, man, let's. I don't know. Who knows? Let's put all the positivity into the air out there um, and uh, and get her home because that is just 100 days, man. Let's get her home. Brittany Griner, we are thinking of you. Here is Sophie Russ. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your week. This is Monday, so it is a pop culture roundup with my co-host, Sophie Ross. Sophie, uh, you just came off a triumphant, triumphant first season of your podcast. So good with this, <laughs> guys. I can't talk today. I went to a Grateful Dead show last night, so that is nothing is going to probably make sense that comes out of my mouth. Anyways, Sophie, her podcast, So True, just came off first season. Her sub stack, which you got to subscribe to, uh, she's all around amazing. And we're going to talk about all the huge pop culture, Britney, Beverly Hills, all, I mean, just insane things. Uh, Sophie, how are you doing? I just heard your mom was in town this weekend. Yes, my mom was in town. My grandma was in town. It was so much fun. It was like a little girls weekend. We saw a bunch of Broadway shows. What shows did you see? We saw Paradise Square, which was good. It was a little long. It was like two and a half hours. Six. We saw six yesterday, which was like so good. And my grandma also saw Strange Loop. And well, your grandma went and saw a Strange Loop by herself. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I love that. Oh my god. She's obsessed with Broadway. She's she like did stage acting back in the day. Like she like is just a Broadway gal, so she like loves coming to the city and seeing shows and she always stays like in Times Square. So the Strange Loop is supposed to be amazing. The Tonys are tonight and it's nominated yeah. for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why she wanted to see it. She said it was it was pretty good. She wasn't like obsessed with it. We all loved Six. But yeah. you okay, when you texted me a picture of John Mayer, I thought it was Tom Sandoval, you guys. You're like, Tom Sandoval's playing Dodger Stadium. That's amazing. Like, wow, <laughs> he's really moving on up in the world. He's really doing it. No, yeah, I went and saw the Grateful Dead at Dodger Stadium. Now, this is my second time seeing Dead and Company. Um, it was, um, it's definitely always an experience. But I mean, like the Hollywood Bowl, when I saw him, it was much more of an enclosed space. So you kind of were in your own little like, it was like really dark and in your own, like it was an amazing time. Dodger stadium. There's a lot more room. So you got to see a lot of the, the you know, the people that have been following the dead for like, you know, 40 years or, I mean, just right. like an insane amount. Of, and some of them aren't looking too good. Some of them are just barely at, you know, like it just, there was like a cast of characters that were amazing. The show was amazing. John Mayer. Listen, I said, John Mayer, it's like, dude, you're, you're kind of, besides how you treat some women you're kind of perfect in the fact that it's just his voice almost sounds too damn good you're like right he's like you know and he's all like <laughs> doing the john mayer face and he's up there yeah. with dudes yeah. in their 70s and you know you got bob weir who has like this really awesome old man like beard like he's the captain of a pirate ship and you have all these amazing musicians and then john mayer is in there he's like he's like sexy and he's you know, and I'm just like, this is so weird because he's really good. But it's I just imagine like, what the hell do they do backstage together? Does John Mayer bring his friends back Do they like, hey, this is the dead. Like, I mean, I, the whole thing is just so bizarre to me, but it's it's great. It's just it's really interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, I've never seen Dead and Co., but I have someone who has seen John Mayer multiple times live. He is so consistent. Like, he sounds exactly like he does on his albums. When you listen to him in any medium, he sounds exactly the same as he does in concert. It's like crazy how consistent and how just amazing his voice always is. So I just want him to be uglier. I want him to be uglier. Yeah. And I want him, like, because those dead guys, I mean, it's just, it, it, it really is crazy. Like, sometimes you will catch yourself um, kind of just, staring at John Mayer's like beauty. Like, I'm like, what the hell? I'm here to enjoy uh, these, these dudes that have been doing this forever. And he's like, he's like too perfect. I think I think it's like, but he's like excellent at mute. Like I can't, you can't make fun of him because he really genuinely knows how to play that guitar. He knows how to improvise music, all of these things that are just amazing. I just find the whole, I mean, but anyways, the whole experience at a dead and company show is really kind of just incredible but it's like between the cast of characters because they have this thing called like shakedown street beforehand where everybody like sells their wares in the parking lot and so it's like people that travel from town to town this was like their opening night of their summer tour and these guys just follow them around and sell just sell a lot of weird like paintings and like um uh, tie-dye everything everybody has tie-dye shirts everybody there's nothing to make fun of it's just like a real it's just an experience I, i'm so curious if you would dig it or not i think i would dig it wait but remember when john mayer was a bartender on watch what happens live for sierra and andrea and he <laughs> asked andrea if he ever if he ever considered the name Andrea Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, because Andrea Denver was from the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, see, that I think I'm livid at John Mayer. John Mayer gets to be best friends with Andy Cohen. He gets to participate in the Bravo world. He gets, you know, like I'm never gonna find and myself on hilarious. stage at the dead. What's John that? Mayer, he's just like so funny, also. Like he's just so funny. Like when I saw him live, it really was a comedy concert. It was the comedy concert of Che Diaz's dreams. <laughs> But Che Diaz did come out for a, a 30 minute Casey Jones song. No, um, John Mayer, like they don't talk, though. That was like last night. There was no like John Mayer, like John Mayer is not allowed to speak to the audience. So, I mean, none of the guys really speak. They just speak through their music. Wait, how so, do you know he's not allowed? I don't say not allowed, but I, Sophie, I can't imagine, though, being in that like kind of legendary band and like yeah. getting into it like four or five years ago. You're probably still just. You know, like Bob Weir is like kind of the captain of that ship. You probably are just like, you know, like they all take turns. Yeah. They all get their singing part. They all get there. And he's just kind of part of it and fitting in. But it's so smart on John Mayer's part because like the dead is like an institution that you can't really make fun of. Like you can't make fun. I mean, it's just so legendary and it moves so many people. I mean, it is, it's not cult-like, but it is, there's like this just group of people. It's just really you know, whether it be like Fish or The Dead, I mean, anything, even John Mayer's solo artist, like, I guess you could consider, like, you're a fan that would follow him around and around, right? Right, right, yeah. I don't know. Uh, speaking of cults, though, I did want to tell you, did you, have you watched this, uh, The Deep End on Freeform? Oh, that's about that, that one. Teal Swan, Teal Swan. 
I haven't watched it, but I I see it pop up on Hulu, and I'm like, should I watch that? You, like, I yes, uh, I'm saying a hundred. I watched it this weekend. It's only four parts. Okay. Teal Swan, you guys, is this kind of like supposedly quote unquote guru that started off on YouTube making all of these YouTube spiritual videos, sells out like thousand person arenas, does these like really personal workshops, but throughout the course of this uh, docu series, and it's shot like amazingly, like it's really artistic in the way they piece together the storylines. But uh, it comes out that she's a cult. She's she like she actually like there's a person that is hired by them to determine if they have issues that they need to, to worry about. And she does all this investigation and it comes out that like she's like, yeah, you know, according to these rules, you are by definition a cult. And she tells people that they you know, her real her people that work for her can't have kids They've got to disconnect from some of their like family relationships. It's so, it's really good. I'm telling you, you guys will be, I know you guys, you guys will be addicted to this. And she already came out today and said, it's a a personal attack. This is not what it was supposed to be. Uh, They shot years of footage and they shaped it to make, you know, it's like the typical reality show argument about editing, you know? Interesting. Who knew Freeform had it in them? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like this, like Free V has that Jeff Lewis show that I love. Freeform has this deep in. Yeah. Like you guys got to, but I, you guys got to come together and like just. I don't care if you put it all on Hulu or what, but I just feel like it's too. It's getting too confusing. Yeah, they need to sort this out. I actually on Hulu this weekend. I finally watched Candy with Jessica Biel. Oh, is that good? It actually is okay. It got like mixed reviews, I think, but I thought it was really good. And I thought that Jessica Beale was actually really good. And Melanie Linsky from um, Yellow Jackets. Melanie Linsky's in it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she I plays the her. friend that Candy Montgomery murdered. But um, it was really good. I was impressed with Jessica Beale. And then Justin Timberlake, we don't like him anymore. I know, but he like shows up <laughs> as like a cop. Who's like investigating the murder. But anyway, it was like, I was impressed with it. Honestly. I feel like if Justin Denver, like really wants to rehab his image, he should go on tour with uh dead and company. Oh my God. He wishes. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> um, yeah. uh, how we, so did, did, was this, was this your family just coming in to just say, Hey, and visit and see some shows or was there another event or like there's, no, did, yeah, an, was, did an engagement happen this weekend or anything? I just want to. No, no. Okay, okay. It was just a fun weekend, and yeah, my grandma loves coming here because she loves Broadway. So she always makes a trip, like at least once a year. She likes coming and just seeing shows, and then you know, my mom just like you know. Came your family along. seems cool as hell. Your mom likes sci- science fiction. Your grandma yeah. likes Broadway. What is your? Does your dad like? My dad you? hates New York so much that he literally <laughs> never comes here. Like, does he still talk to you? Yeah, but he like hates New York. Like he hates the city. He's just like a Midwestern guy and he just like hates it. I'm always like, please come visit me. Please, dad. Please, daddy. <laughs> daddy, and please. Like He's like, no, I hate that place. So yeah. Good for no. him. Sticking to his guns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So we had the wedding. I don't think of the century, but of the decade, maybe it with Britney Spears. Don't try to say that Meghan Markle. Or um, Kim Kardashian, that their weddings were more important. This was the wedding. I would never say Meghan Markle. And I don't, Kim will not, Kim, Kim to Pete will be the big wedding when that happens in this next year. When that happens. I'm telling you, it is is on. It is so on. Let's let's bet on it. I I will bet on it. Wait, what did we bet last week? Oh, Kim's going to be, no, no. I bet with a guest this week that, um, 
Kim will run for office in the next 10 years. And I bet a hundred dollars to Chelsea Devontae. I could believe that, but in terms of Kim ending up getting married to Pete, never going to happen. Sorry. I'll bet you. Okay. I'll bet you a hundred dollars. Okay. A hundred dollars. Fun. Okay. Well, and it would like a year shelf, like what, like a year and a half. What are we, what are we, what's the timeline? Yeah. Let's do. Yeah. Let's, let's touch base a year from now. And okay. Let's not let, you know what, let's not talk until a year from now. So let's okay, we'll catch yeah. up a year from now out of this day. Um, so Britney Spears got married to Sam Ashgari uh, this past Thursday night at, at her home in a tent. And of course, Britney, just because this girl cannot get any peace, I still, we're going to talk about the wedding in a sec, but we'll start off with earlier in that day when Jason Alexander, not the guy from Seinfeld, but her ex-husband that she married in Vegas for 55 hours. So crazy. Like why got in, but like, how do you get in and live stream? Like if you're a celebrity, I figure like the one thing I would imagine like a a Britney stature is that security wise, she's taken care of now. Like it freaks me out that he got in. Right. It's very alarming. Very like he was shaking alarming. hands to people working on the like, hey, what's up, buddy? I'm the ex-husband. Like he was you know, talking like, to people. Yeah. Like everything about it was so alarming. Like and just why? Like what? He has nothing better to do. Well, but- I mean, I mean, allegedly, I think the man's very troubled. I don't think it's. like. Oh, he, well, like- yeah. I think that he's like, you know, uh, definitely has some troubles. But like you <laughs> I just can't believe that like some guy that she married for a couple hours over how one was it like over a decade ago? It was 2000, what, 2004? Yeah, they were in Vegas and it was like, I just like, hey, yeah, they were kind of tipsy. I drunk, you know. Yeah, it's like what you're still hanging on, hanging on to this that you were married to Britney Spears for a couple hours. Well, you know, what's even worse is that I guess <laughs> this is what I hate about pop culture is that. I had so many messages when I put picked this of people going, well, you know, he has a point. He is saying something weird is going on and he's there to save Brittany. He is like, and I'm like, guys, there is something weird going on. The fact that he's there is the weird part. People are acting like this is another one of those conspiracy things and that he's trying to save Brittany and all of this stuff. And I'm like, guys, this man is allegedly a meth, meth addict that you can just see the progression of his face and like, just like the way drugs have abused his body over these years. And like, I, I don't know, like, I'm just not in the market to hear for like, he's got some points. He's got, so he's trying to save Brittany. Who knows what's going on with this Sam Ascari? Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Just let Brittany be happy. I know that people still have their conspiracy theories and people still are theorizing that, you know, she's still under some sort of, She's barred to do something still to this day. I don't know exactly what's going on, but in any case, it looks like she really did have her fairy tale wedding and was very, very, very happy that day. So just like, let her be happy. Um, no, I, I completely agree. Like, uh, so there are a couple, the, the there was like a, like a Avengers kind of justice league in terms of like the celebrities she invited. It was a small yeah. ceremony yet. She managed to invite a lot of celebrities and like celebrities like Madonna. Okay. Like her and Madonna had a moment. Donatella Versace was there who made her wedding dress. But then there were some like ones like Selena Gomez, Ansel Elgort, Ansel Elgort. was. Yeah. There. I hate that Ansel Elgort is so like out in society, but I guess it might be because his dad is a very famous photographer. 
So I don't know, but like, yeah, Selena Gomez, Paris Hilton, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Like, I'm like, Drew, I yeah, love Drew Barrymore, I, but I'm I like, Drew. I know. I love Drew Barrymore. I think maybe because Drew Barrymore, I don't, I don't know the connection. I'm speculating here, but like Drew Barrymore also really grew up in the spotlight, similarly to how Britney did and, you know, had kind of a troubled childhood as a child actor. I don't know if they bonded over that. Selena Gomez, I have no idea. Her and Paris Hilton go way back, back to their like their party days out in West Hollywood getting papped. So I I don't know exactly. Why not? Been there, why not Lindsay? Lindsay Lohan should have been there if Paris was there. So they could have recreated that iconic like car scene where all three of those ladies now are kind of on the upswing, I think, a little bit. Well, clearly they haven't kept in touch. And isn't Lindsay, doesn't she live in Dubai now? I think that is one of her where she, well, wasn't yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan was supposed to have a podcast that came out like a month and a half ago that I think never came out, which is just shows you podcasts Did are a lot a harder. Deal? Did she make a deal with Spotify and then just like never, because I've heard of a lot of people making deals with Spotify's for podcasts and then their podcast just like never comes out. Like spot yeah. they run away with yes. the money. Like Meghan Markle and, and Prince Harry. Harry. <laughs> Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have so many, like they had that deal with Netflix, which Netflix yeah. actually said, we're not going to release your thing. But like for a second there, they were like making deals with everybody. I'm just like, are you sure you guys want to do any of this? And where's the content? But I actually, I was seeing- it's just their name. They just use their name to like, so Spotify can go like, we have this. And they think that's like, and sometimes it works. We're like, wow, Spotify is really making moves, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, still $60 million to $60 million to call her daddy. Isn't that insane? The worst investment of their lives. I think that they're trying every single day to recoup that money because not only are the ads for call her daddy everywhere, but now it's like she has profiles in the New York times and LA times. And I'm just, I'm sorry, guys. This is like my hot take of the day. Alex Cooper is not interesting or funny to me i still <laughs> i i keep i don't really listen to podcasts i listen to sophia with an f and i follow sophia franklin sophia franklin that's the one that was in their original call her yeah, daddy podcast it was the two is, of them she is a talent she is like a true talent she's hilarious she's interesting i love her content um alex cooper on the other hand every time i look at her instagram just for fun i'm like you are so uninteresting to me like there's nothing interesting or clever or funny about her i'm so sorry if that's a hot take or if that's like offensive to people sophia franklin was the real talent and if you like miss the vibes of call her daddy or whatever the podcast used to be sophia with enough apparently is pretty similar to that well it's interesting because how I remember Caller Daddy being like, or at least the jokes around it, because I didn't listen to it, was it was always like, yo, you know, I give the most sloppy BJ ever. Yeah. And now it's like Alexandra Schubert trying to reinvent herself of like, tell me how that made you feel in the 90s. When, yeah. You know, like a deep hitting, you know? Right. It used to be like this raunchy sex podcast, which is what people liked it for. And now it's like her just in Nick Vile and Nick Vile's like 23 year old girlfriend were just on it. Nick I Vile saw, I saw, see, I see TikTok clips of these things or like, and I'm like, Nick Vile's another one. No offense, all you Nick Vile lovers out there. I've been seeing so many clips pushed to me on TikTok because I think I talk about podcasting. So my phone hears me, but he's always kind of like, he has like a 
heavy tongue yeah. so he's hard to get his words out and i'm yeah. overdoing it but he's like yeah you know it's she said she wanted me and it's you know like and he always like you can tell he thinks he's the john mayer of podcasting oh my god he so does i cannot stand him <laughs> well no he truly is one of those people and we i think we mentioned this before is that it frustrates me because it's like he's the only one of bachelor nation that price that like probably has cracked a couple books so he thinks a little bit to the left. So he thinks he's alternative. And he's like, I see what's really going on with women. So this is my this is my point from a man. If you want to keep him. Oh, my God. It's like why he thinks that he is like the arbiter of like dating rules. And yes, you're dating a 23 year old dating a 23 year old. You're a 41 year old man or however old he is dating a 23 year old. Like, yeah, shut up. You know, it really truly is incredible because I was like, because then the 23-year-old was on. And by the way, the 23-year-old seems like almost too good for Nick in the terms of, I think she's I like think a, a nerd. Like, I think she's like a medical student or like she's actually I think practicing. she's like a plastic surgery technician or something. I'm not, um, I thought I was just like something that you definitely have to go to school for. And I just, uh, I just wonder in Nick's head when he was going through the pros and cons, because I think he's very concerned about his image. I like, I wonder if he was like, okay, so I'm going to get flack for the 23, but has huge boobs. That's I love huge boobs. Nick yeah. says, uh, also she's in the medical field, so she's smart. So I won't get flack for her being dumb. Like I bet he went through these things. He probably did. Apparently he said on the podcast that he was anxious at first about the age difference because he is 18 years older than her. 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it really is like they've been dating for a couple years now at this point. So they probably start first started hooking up when she was like 20 or 21. So it's like, yeah, you should get flack for that. Her frontal cortex isn't fully developed yet. And you're a 40 year old man. Like, what do you guys even have in common? Yet he's like dishing out advice to people about like dating and men and like, here's what men really think. Dick Vile. Yeah, because he's like, always like, ladies, here's the deal. He's just not that into you. Yeah, like, it's that's always what he does. like it's always watered down shit that you've heard 10 billion other times. But since this guy's in like a form-fitting t-shirt, we need like I've been yeah. on TV, I've been on TV, so I just uh, you know. Yeah, he's like, ladies, even if he shares his toothbrush, <laughs> he's just not a, that a deal. I promise. <laughs> And like, hey. shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Eating butt. Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, though, the thing is, I noticed, and I think that's, it's me being a bitter Betty too, a little bit. Cause it's like, like people like me and you, like you write and you're doing a podcast. I do this podcast full time, but I also notice I'm not unaware that you kind of need to do sometimes something else to actually even make you a person that people want to listen to. So like Nick, whether you liked him on The Bachelor or not, at least gave him a calling card so he can actually do this podcast where people know right. who he is. It's like a calling card where it makes things easier for him to get guests and all of this stuff. Oh, yeah, so then the perception is he does know what he's talking about. And it, yeah. I don't believe that's the case. He was a beer salesman before he went on The Bachelor. He was a beer salesman. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Or wait, I think Blake Horseman was a beer salesman who, by the way, is dating um, Giannina. Giannini? G Giannina from Love is Blind. Love is for Blind. A season. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, he was like a, a software salesman. Nick Vile was. So, yeah, going on The Bachelor, you know, and he was on four different 
you know, versions of it, four different iterations, you get this automatic audience, no matter how talentless you are, you have people that all of a sudden are paying attention to you and will like listen to a podcast. And that's why so many of these contestants, like, you know, obviously end up quitting their jobs and becoming an influencer or podcaster because they can, because they the all reality have of, audience. And the reality of that is, is that they know like these companies, whether it be iHeart or any of these things, they know they can automatically sell advertisers on the name even before the podcast is made. So right. like you, you know, like you can say, okay, I have this dude from the, he's a, you know, top three on the bachelor, they can pre-sell advertising for that. And it, they don't even have to have a pilot episode in the bank. So that's why there's things like Harry and like, you can sell advertising even before the show comes out. Um, did you watch? Okay. So anyways, uh, Britney Spears supposedly wore diamond, uh, a diamond G string. That was a fun fact. Uh, she looked like, she looked like she was having a great time. Yeah. The Madonna, um, the, the group photo, which really was iconic and them all Vogue. Yeah. Come on. Like that is like, that's a fever dream right there. That really is amazing. Um, one of my friends, uh, her friend was the DJ and I was like, please, can I get it? And like, your friend's friend was the DJ. Yeah. I'm moving up in the world. No, but he signed like, I, cause I was like, can I talk to him? And he's like, he signed, uh, like, he's like, I signed a very strict DJ. So all he posted was like one of the most insane nights of my life, because that does gotta be bizarre when you're at an iconic event like that. And then you have Madonna, like what if Madonna requests something shitty? Do you play it just cause it's Madonna? Like, you know. Oh my God. That like, is who's so the annoying bad. person? Like, does, you know, there's always that person when I used to go to clubs, it would go up to the DJ, like, can you play this? Can you play this? Like, what if Selena yeah. Gomez is like that? You know? What if, I feel like it may have been drunk Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Man, I love, does Drew, I don't get to watch her talk show. I've watched clips and all that. And I hear it's like pretty weird and good. Is it like, I do think you, that you she's it? like the talk show host of the future. I like her. I really, yeah. I've always liked Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I'm so mad about Santa Clarita diet still. Oh, that it got canceled. Yeah. Like I'm just pissed about it. I auditioned for um, something last week. No, I auditioned for something by the guy who created Santa Clarita diet last week. Well, that's exciting. When do you find out? Oh, you never know with those things. It was a taped audition. So you just send it in, you get the request, you send it in and then you either hear or you don't. It's so weird. Oh my God. Uh, um, that's exciting. Yeah. Also, it, yeah, but no, I mean, it is, but like I do a lot of goofy shit like that. All the, like I did a commercial audition last week where you got on this Zoom and you were in this Zoom waiting room with like 10 other actors and you can see all their boxes and we're all just like sitting there staring at our Zooms and then they they'll give you the group explanation of the commercial. Like, Hey, okay. So you're a family and your kids are in the back seat, and you're kind of telling them to come, you're going to the fair. So you want to make up some dialogue about like, Hey, you're going to eat that Turkey leg at the fair. And like, you're making this dialogue. And then all of a sudden we're going to cut to the fair. And now you're on a teacup ride and you're spinning and you're a little sick. And now we're on the way home and you're just frazzled. You're frat. Like, and then you, they take two like a guy and a girl, like your wife into another room. You've never met before into another zoom room. And you, you have to like do sight lines like in zoom boxes of like you look over like she's in the car next to you and it is the most weird because we used to do this in person and now a lot of it or all of it's online and it is just the weirdest experience and you already thought commercial auditioning was weird but this brings it to a whole new level because then you just leave your zoom room and then you're in your room and you were like what the hell did i just do this is a commercial for diarrhea medicine isn't it 
STDs. It's a Valtrex. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's Nick, Nick Cannon presents. Um, oh wait, Maria Menounos was also at Britney's wedding. Like that's another random one. Maria Menounos. Yeah. Like oh, she's she the wedding. Yeah, she was at Britney's wedding. That's another one oh. that I'm just like, okay. Interesting. I forgot about her. Um, so, uh, Let's see. Uh, quick, Beyonce deleted all deleted all of her profile pics, including on YouTube, which people are saying that Britney, uh, Beyonce is about to drop a surprise double album this week. So keep out on a look of that. She like took all of her photos down, uh, which usually means a new Beyonce era is incoming. So that is something really to look forward to. Um, did you get to watch Beverly Hills this week or did you check out completely? Um, I'm honestly this season, I'm like a little bit close to checking out, but I watched it. I thought that Crystal, I thought the whole like Crystal Sutton thing, it was like, what was Crystal even talking about? Like, I just like didn't understand why Crystal was making such a big thing out of nothing. The one thing I will agree with Crystal is that she is saying they're doing exactly what she said that don't do of like, don't like, I can feel something. And I think even if it's like, even if I'm feeling it, even if you think I'm wrong and feeling it doesn't negate that I'm feeling this. And so they were still doing that, I feel. But yeah, like she went really hard. And I think these like kind of words of like, you know, Kyle using gaslighting and the Kyle word literally dark. Kyle doesn't know what gaslighting means. No, nobody seems to know what gaslighting means. And then they're like, like, I say everything's dark, by the way. So them going, you can't say something's dark. And I'm like, I say everything is dark. It's dark. It's like I, like I say that every time, but these ladies, like they'll hang on one word and then you'll see three episodes about them saying this use of the word was a lot. Right, right. I'm just like, yeah, Kyle not knowing what gaslighting was, but at the same time remembering Rena at the reunion with Denise being like, gaslighting, gaslighting. Yes. Kyle like know what was going on when that was happening? Like, I think Kyle was checked. I mean, I think Kyle's checked out. Like, I think Kyle at this point thinks she's like one of the queens of Beverly Hills. And you can make that argument that she is. And I think sometimes she'll like, kind of like be in a robotic argument or robotically saying something and then kind of wake up and go, Whoa, shit. Like I'm, I have to pay attention here because Garcelle's coming on strong. Like Garcelle is actually yeah. doing more than she's ever done these last couple of seasons. And yeah. I love it. Garcelle is MVP this season to me. Yeah. Uh, and next week, this, this upcoming week, we saw a clip where Garcelle tells Erica, Erica, you're annoying the shit out of me, which is just like, Whoa, speaking for the people, you know? Good. Oh, I hated how Erica was like when when Sutton was talking about was it Sutton who was saying that her character was kind of assassinated when Crystal accused yeah. her? Your ki- my family, I say, I say, my fa- you assaulted my character. You know my family has a good name in these parts. You know, it's ridiculous. And Erica was like, that's exactly what happened. To me. And it's like, no, it's not. But she's always like now. I always like she's now like that drunk aunt in the corner where you don't pay her any mind. You're yeah, like, she's like, like no yeah, fuck you. Anymore. Nobody no, listens to her. She's just like in the corner being like, slander, slander. She's like, she had that bowling ball bag. She's like, I like fun bags. And I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Erica's so, so edgy saying fun bags, you know? Like, edge lord. Yeah. I like old bags in my face. Ah. Oh um, my speaking of old bags, Tom Girardi, uh, they finally are foreclosing on the Pasadena mansion. So it is going to be going for a bargain, bargain basement price. 
Another interesting thing, though, in X. I buy it. Like, how much is it going to be going for? Well, that's what I was going to ask the audience. If we all pitched in like ten dollars, we could put this out like a timeshare and shoot like a lot of different things. Yes, we could. I rent it out to podcasters and things like that, and just like a kind of a creative space, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Sophie, I'm not saying if if I'm just saying if you ever know anybody or you ever do get married, it'd be a great place to have a wedding. Like, could you imagine getting like, and if I ever get married again, I think that would be like where I would want to have it. That would, I feel like that, that house, just bad juju, a lot of dark things. Like what they say about Chloe and Lamar's house at one point with Rob Kardashian, a lot of dark things happen in that house. <laughs> I know you always hear those rumors about, by the way, I had that uh, Beyond the Blinds on, I know Troy and Kelly this oh, week. Oh, I know, and, I, saw, I need to uh, listen and, to it. But, but that, I would, I wish I could have talked to him about that because there's always those rumors between Chloe, Lamar and Rob when they all live together that you always heard the dark, like, oh, just dark stuff, dark stuff. Dark, dark, dark stuff. Things. Speaking of dark, the word dark, dark, dark things stuff. happen in that house. Um. But I always think so. Uh, yeah, so the the house is going up, and then one of Tom Girardi's ex wives um, is now uh, she's filed to be one of like the creditors coming after money because she uh-huh. said she's owed ten thousand dollars a month in spousal yeah. support, which it is like you know, up- Erica's like fuck you. I know it ends up being like I think two hundred forty thousand dollars because he hasn't paid in like two years or something. Um, but yeah, it's like they got divorced in when, like the 80s? I mean, it was a long like, time ago. Yeah, the fact that she's she was still getting alimony, oh, I need to but I like need just to Erica briefly marry a rich guy. Yeah, you by the and by the way, I think it's kind of you should have had your first husband by now. It should I have know. already come and went. Like I feel like you've missed a window there. I I you mean I'm too old to become a girl. No, no, I just think now you're in something that you actually love the dude. And like I think that's gonna work against you because you're not gonna be able to be cold with it. You, you know, you're gonna be in it to be in it. Like you need to go. And in fact, you should work it out with your boy, like say, yo, could we take six months? I go immediately get married to some doofus. And then in six months, we are on easy street. Like I'll take care of our wedding. I'm like, this is an investment in our future. Yes, Yes. Portray it like an investment. Like, isn't he a numbers guy? Like do a chart, like a pie chart or something and just go, this is what we're looking at over the, the, if you amortize this over 10 years, you're looking at this kind of money, you know? The way I actually had some like weird, and I think a a lot of girls this happens where guys will be like, hey, you, you looking for a sugar daddy? And I actually was like, yeah, that sounds fun. And so we were like, I, I was like, yeah, like just send me money. And we were DMing. I was like, you can Venmo. If you want to keep talking to me, Venmo me. And he was like, I don't have Venmo, but I can send you a check by mail. And I was like, okay, never mind. This is, you're a fraud. I had a couple friends that did the sugar baby thing. And folks, summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less 
than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Now is my favorite time of the show where I get to talk about the fine people that are sponsoring the show this week. And we have a new one. Uh, it is our friends at ZocDoc. That is Z-O-C-D-O-C. Now, this is an amazing company. It's an app, actually. Um, you know how I talk about uh, I talk about mental health a lot. I talk about trying to find doctors a lot. Uh, remember when I went to Nashville last year and got strep throat and then got thrush? And I was like in a panic trying to find a doctor because, you know, me completely disorganized. Um, ZocDoc is somebody that would have helped me and will help me from here on out. Finding a doctor is so personal and now it has become almost scary and you build it up so much in your mind because it is, how do you cut through all the noise? Well, ZocDoc, with ZocDoc, you can. It is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Um, Nobody knows what you're looking for better than you, but you do need help, and that is where ZocDoc comes in. Um, Also, one of the most important things is who actually takes your insurance. So with ZocDoc, you can focus on doctors who are in network that put you on the path to see the doctors who are right for you. So no more wasting your time hunting down like, you know, your, your aunt, Shirley's cash only chiropractor or your dentist, your coworker recommended who's out of your network. Now nah, you don't need any of that. You can find all of this right on your app. And in fact, I just downloaded the app um, right before I did this because I wanted to check out everything and it took all of one minute. Like, I think it was less than one minute. I was like, oh my God, it's always weird when you're like, oh, of course there is a company out there to cut through all the noise and to help us with these things that I am legitimately scared of. I love that there is this app. The thing that they also highlight that I love is the patient reviewed part is that you can read up 
what other verified patients say. These are real humans and how their visits went. So you can actually properly be educated about what you're walking into. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. So go to ZocDoc.com, that's Z-O-C-D-O-C, choose a time slot and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit. And just like that, you're booked. Find the doctor that is right for you. Get this, every month millions of people use ZocDoc and I am now one of them. It is going to be my go-to whenever I need to find and book a doctor and I will prove it to you this week because I will be scheduling my first appointment through ZocDoc. Uh, so in the chaotic world of healthcare, let ZocDoc be your trusted guide to find a quality doctor in a way that is surprisingly pain-free. Uh, with ZocDoc, you can get your docs in a row. Ah, ducks, docs, get it? Uh, so go to ZocDoc.com slash SoBad, S-O-B-A-D, and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash SoBad, ZocDoc.com slash SoBad. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. You guys, just go check it out. Put my code in there and just go check it. You don't have to do it. Just do just check it out. Let's get healthy together, please. Uh, Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Finally, it is our friends are back from Splendid Spoon. You you guys, I've been talking about Splendid Spoon a lot. I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram video. If you haven't, I'll send it. It's gripping. I should win some kind of Emmy for it. Um, but uh, <laughs> this is like this. We're getting into the summer, right? We're getting into the time that you do not want to spend time trying to like cook, trying to clean the cooking, all of that stuff. You want things ready to go and that are good for you. And that is where our friends from Splendid Spoon come in. Um, because listen, like I, I want to go to as many concerts as I can to can go to this summer. You need if you're gonna have like any kind of if you're gonna you gotta you gotta get your belly full before you go out into the world. Yeah, I said it. Get your belly full, and Splendid Spoon is gonna do that for you. Uh, you can make more time to enjoy this summer and feel great with plant-based meals that require no prep time. They send delicious, plant-based, ready-to-eat meals and snacks right to your door. I completely recommend Splendid Spoon. Like, truly. I love their shots, their shakes. Uh, It truly is, like, you guys know, not a mental giant here. I pop off the lid. You put it in the microwave. You do, like, two and a half minutes. Sometimes I'll do 240 just to be, like, a crazy man. And you have really good food. Um, So Splendid Spoon meals are shipped right to your door, ready to eat. You'll only lift a finger to press start on your microwave. This is true. Also, I will not lie to you. You're going to have to take the meals out of the box that they send you. That's not done for you. You got to put them into your fridge. Uh, So if it's in any schedule and there's a meal plan for everyone. 
And this is exciting. Every meal plan is customizable, so you can get what you want every time. Every single meal, like I said earlier, 100% plant-based, gluten-free, GMO-free, always made with plenty of vegetables, legumes, healthy fats, whole grains, and spices from all over the world. Uh, you can enjoy a fresh take on classic dishes like their fan-favorite vegan meatballs and marinara noodles, or take your taste buds on a journey with exciting dishes like cauliflower tikka soup. Does anybody want to take a journey on with their taste buds with me? Like, hey, would you guys like to go take a... <laughs> I'm, going to be, I'm going to be taking a taste bud journey soon. Uh, they got plenty of smoothies, grain bowls, soup bowls, noodle bowls for you to s discover. And with over 50 choices and a constant rotating menu, there's always new dishes to try. Plus, eating plant-based food can come with a wealth of benefits like improved action, energy, sleep, digestion, and complexion. That's all awesome just by something that you don't even have to spend time making. So eat well and enjoy more of your summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save on the entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. So this is what you do. You go to splendidspoon.com forward slash so bad. Just type in that address. You don't have to get it. Type it in. See for yourself. Also, you can save $50 off your first box when you subscribe. That's $50 off at splendidspoon.com forward slash so bad. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. And now you guys back for the remainder of our show. It just seems like so much. Like I don't, it's like hard for me to even talk to like people normally off my own right, free will. Right. The fact that I would then be like, cause then I would like feel like I'd have to really be on. And you know, this is even before any like kind of like sexual stuff gets thrown in the mix. You're there to like tell this person that they're like, great. Like, Oh, you're so funny, dude. Or you're so like, you know, and I don't yeah. know if I could, I mean, I don't know if I could super do that. You know, it's a lot of emotional labor, a lot. Even in those like brief DM conversations, that one conversation I had, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sick of this guy. He should just send me money already. <laughs> you have to like, my one bro was, she was like, uh, yeah, like he's talking about his son's soccer game and I had to be all like interested. And I'm like, this already sounds horrible on so many levels. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't even be able to pretend honestly. Like I'd be, I've said that before about like being on the bachelorette, you know, when you're on the bachelorette or like the bachelor and you actually have to pretend that you're interested in all of these people in some way. And you kind of have to like make out yes. with a lot of people. I'm like, I would probably hate like 90% of the guys, but even I was looking at the photos for like the, the, well, the new cast members. Yeah. I was like, none of these guys are attractive to me. Like if I were the bachelorette, I'd be faking it the whole time. But like, as a bachelorette, you just have to like play the game. But then I think there's actually a part where it's uh, speaking of cults from earlier, I think there's a part where they do like they take away your phone, they keep you in one room where these girls and guys start to go like, I think I do love this person, like because they don't have any other uh, like stimuli outside of this yeah. dude or this girl. So they're like, OK, and then if somebody's competitive on top of that, they're like, I want to win. And it's like when you think about winning and love, those two things should not be you know, you shouldn't win love. People are like, I want it. Love like when love's not about winning, it's about losing. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, Beverly Hills also uh, you know, the Lisa Rinna thing, I'm uh, very sad about her mom. And it's like one of those things that it's like, it's just, there are those moments in reality shows that you're like, uh, there's nothing. They'll always hit you with a couple of moments where, where they're so right. real, where you're like, this is not even, it's not that it, it's not even about being enjoyable, but it's just something that we all will have to face. So your heart goes out to Rinna and her family. Even if I have strong opinions about Rinna, it's just like still one of those things that's universally just really sad. Um, A rare human moment for her. 
Yeah, truly. I mean, I, the, the only thing I thought was funny with she was like two days later, went on a private jet with them. She's like, yeah. my mom would have loved my mom. My mom would have made me go to this thing. And I was like, "Your." and then her saying that her mom was obsessed with like social media likes. And I'm like, is that where Rena gets it? Like, she was like, my mom would ask me how many likes this photo got. And I'd be like, 500,000. Being famous. It's like, shut up. <laughs> no, just say that you didn't want to miss filming, Rena. Yeah. And then, well, the other thing that, the other last thing about Beverly Hills, they had that Jurassic Park Dominion logo on the right-hand side of this screen yeah. did you see the dinosaur and I first I was like are they making fun of Rena and Erica being dinosaurs and then I realized they were advertising for the movie because I was like why is that dinosaur up there and then I was like oh it's advertising Jurassic Park is Duh. there a huge is there a huge Jurassic Park housewives crossover that no, I like fan have, base no but when I was watching Top Chef and you know I love Top Chef and yeah. some people listening to this might also. I know it's one of those like niche Bravo shows that not everyone watches. Well, because there's actual but talent involved. So people are like, I, I like messes, not people with talent. I know, but they did a whole challenge that was Jurassic Park, Dominion. And they had to like make a dish that was like inspired by one of like the fake dinosaurs in the movie. It was like the weirdest, most sponsored shit I've ever seen. But I think that Bravo just has some deal with like Jurassic Park Dominion. But in any case, I'm I'm the one person. If it's a Venn diagram of like people who are gonna see that movie and Bravo fans, like I'm the one person in the I did think so that I, I love that stuff. In my in my head, I was like, I heard by the way, I heard Justice. And Jurassic Park, I said on Friday, the reviews were horrible. And I had a couple people DM me going, it really was bad. But then oh. in the back of my head, I was like, I bet Sophie will love this movie. I'm going to love it no matter what. Yeah, I'm going to love it. I know I will. We actually watched um, last night on Netflix, the movie Hustle with Adam Sandler. The basketball movie. I hear that's pretty yeah. good. It was great. My Nana, my grandma literally recommended it to us because my boyfriend's from Philadelphia. And it's like, it takes place. It's supposed to be like the 76ers. Anyway, you have to watch it. It's like a really- Yeah, I hear it's really good. Yeah, very inspirational. Dude, does your grandma want to come on and do like a what to watch this week? Oh my uh, like, God. Uh, like every, like, I mean, like my God, like she's like, uh, like kind of have a crush on your grandma potentially. She went, like, I love Broadway. I love like, I mean, like she sounds awesome. Like she saw a strange loop. That's so progressive. Like, you know, what's so funny also is that my grandma is like such a popular socialite just in general. And I've always known that about her, but one of my followers DM'd me, she goes, I have the weirdest question. Is your grandma, Joanne, my grandma's last name. She is friends with my aunt, Sally blank. My name is blah, blah, blah. What a small world. If so, I don't even know how or why I found your page, but I like your take on things. So even people, random people on the internet, like know who my grandma is because she's like a popular socialite. And I'm like, Oh my God, if she had Instagram, she would have been like the original, like TikTok or like Instagram influencer. She's just, Dude, like, it's not too influencer. late. I'm telling you, TikTok it welcomes uh, all ages. It seems like, I know I really should get Nana Jojo, like all up in here. Um, that's I love that. Wow. You're wait, your grandma was a socialite? Um, in Cincinnati. A Cincinnati, in Cincinnati. socialite. My, my my grandma, who rest in peace, her name was Joanne as well. Joanne Davis. Oh. And she was awesome. Did you um, call her Nana Jojo? No, no, I just called her grandma. Oh. Yeah. Um Bad news for Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber reveals he has Ramsey Hunt syndrome and his face is partially paralyzed. He made a video on Friday saying, I have hope. 
In addition to facial paralysis, Ramsey-Hunt syndrome can cause hearing loss and requires prompt treatment so it does not become permanent. Uh, so he asked for prayers, but like at first, this is how jaded I am. At first he came on and I thought it was like a joke. I thought he was like, hey, pray for, and then I, then he was like, see, this side of my face can't move. And he was I like, see, but dude, like half face Justin Bieber is still better than full face me. You know what I'm saying? Like where I'm like, he's fine. Like, I mean, no offense. Like I know it sucks and we want to make sure the face works. I hear a month, like it usually takes a month. Uh, cause it starts with shingles in the ear and then it actually, it's like a really kind of intense thing, but I'm like that, like, didn't Haley Bieber just have like that heart scare where she had a yeah, blood clot go through her heart. They're having some health issues. She had, I thought it was in her brain that she had like, a Oh yeah. And they can afford to eat healthy, get the best doctors, all of this right. stuff. And if that shit's happening to them, like that's just wild. Yeah. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. I'm wishing. And I know that, you know, people were originally kind of speculating because Justin all of a sudden canceled some tour dates. And Which he's, he's known to that. do, by the way. He's done that yeah, a lot. Yeah. He's done that in the past. And people were speculating. They were like, you know, it just sounded like the tour was too much for him. It was too long. It was too exhausting. Like, as soon as I saw all the tour dates, I knew this would happen. But like, this sounds very serious. So I am wishing him the best. That's scary. Very scary. And shingles apparently is, I don't know. I thought that shingles is one of those like 1800s diseases, but apparently it's like making a comeback. So be careful, everyone. My, yeah. My mom got shingles a couple of years ago and she had cancer on top of it. And it was like the most painful. And I, I had shingles when I was like 24 because I worked at a day spa and I, and I found like, I, I didn't know what shingles was. And I went to the, like, there was all these like weird bumps since like by my back. And I thought I was dying. And I went to the doctor and they were like, you have um, shingles and you're going to be on this. Like, it was like Valtrex, which is like for like, I thought was for like herpes and stuff like that. And I was like, wait a sec. Cause I had been with the same girl since high school. I'd been with her for like seven years. So I was like, wait a sec. I've not slept with anybody else. I've not hooked up with it. And they're like, no, no, no. You can get it from like, Hand like, and it turns out there was a guy from the spa who was a member who had uh shingles as well. And I had been handling dirty towels because I was a spa boy, and it was the worst two weeks. I mean, it was just the worst two weeks where I couldn't, I had to just take this Valtrex every day, and I was just so out of it. And it was it was really embarrassing. And I can't believe you I just told you're unlocked touching people's dirty towels. <laughs> no, I mean, why did I think that shingles? I always thought that shingles, maybe I'm thinking of like scabies, like the pirate <laughs> disease. Wait, what, what do you mean? Hey, what? I like, I really just thought it was one of those like ancient just diseases. Oh, no, I mean, I think it probably is. I guess it's more common than I thought. Well, it's if you had chicken pox when you were a kid, you can be yeah. eligible for uh, shingles. And it usually like through stress or something can like, like I could potentially get shingles again. Like once it happens, it can happen again. But that was so long ago. Um, oh, also, this is just breaking news. Uh, Lynn Spears and um, Britney Spears, dorky sister. Um, they um, both, that Lynn Spears wrote, on an Instagram post, you look radiant and so happy. Your wedding is the dream wedding and having it at your home makes it so sentimental and special. I am so happy for you. I love you, says Lynn Spears. Oh my uh, God. She was not invited loser. to the wedding. What a loser. Thank God yeah. she wasn't there invited and that she's hopefully staying the hell away from her. 
Yeah, Jason Alexander, go bo- go bother Britney's mom. Don't bother Britney. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and and Jamie Lynn Spears liked a wedding post. Um, yeah. Big haircut news. Uh, Courtney Kardashian and Scott Disick's son Rain uh, has a mohawk now. He uh, got a mohawk this weekend. Uh, he is seven years old and he is sporting a mo- mohawk. Uh, they say it's potentially an homage to Travis Barker. I mean, there's a lot of fun shit going on over in that house. There's they're always doing haircuts and sex things and just wild I, stuff. No, I mean, no, 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 not with rain. I'm saying with like, they're always like, know, Courtney's drinking, know. you know? Yeah. I can't believe that he's seven because again, he always looks like he's four years old to me. Well, that's why I always call him Mowgli because he's like that kid from the Jungle Book. Yeah, where he's I'm like, like always just like a little like monkey boy. Yes, he's always like I always get scared that he's gonna hop on me when I'm out in public. Like <laughs> he's just gonna drop down from a tree. You know, like I hear what you said about my family. Um, <laughs> did you watch? Did you get? Did, are you caught up on the Kardashians at all? I actually it's- made it like my mission today. I'm like three episodes behind, and I know that they're about to get to like the Tristan cheating drama. So I was like, yeah. Okay. I'm going to catch up today. And I made it through like half an episode and then I fell asleep for a nap. Um, but I was next walking- week is the next week is the season finale. Well, that was uneventful. Well, I mean, wait, I know I'm three which, episodes behind, but like, what even happened? Which I love that you're like, we have a huge season finale where my daughter, Chloe gets cheated on again. Like, I love that that is, what they're like, okay, how do we begin the season? We'll begin the season yeah. here. I know we end the season with Tristan Cheat. It's just so, once again, to use Crystal's word, dark. And yeah. it, it, it really, like, I got to say, I've enjoyed this more than the last iteration of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Because they'll have, right. like, three or four moments that'll, like, it'll either make you laugh because it's so ridiculous or you're just like, this is, it's just bonkers. Like, it's it's not based in any sort of reality at all anymore because you're just like you see chloe who's so damaged like yeah. and then but the, the last scene sophie you got to watch because they're in the gym at like 7 30 in the morning when kim finds out this news about tristan and then they're trying to get chloe on the phone which is weird that she can't she wasn't answering and then kim has like courtney patched in and kylie patched in and they're finally telling the fucking truth where kylie goes is Tristan the worst dude on the whole planet? And I'm like, finally, I'm just so over Chris Jenner saying we have to be nice to the men in this family. Like, like fuck right. that. Like, do you want your kids to know this is the way you, they treat their mothers? Fuck that. Take these people down. The episode that I was just watching, they were admitting that they like baby, they treat the men in their lives with like baby gloves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah and I'm yeah. like, well, that's a little bit of like self-awareness, I guess. They, they, but they acted like that was some big revelation when we're like, no shit. We watched yeah, this duh. now for 10 years, you know, duh. like, please. Did you see him in that scene? I think they were working out and it was so janky. Like they were like, they, they, they can't, can't like, they don't have proper form yet. They have a trainer right there. Yeah. And they like pretend they love pretending that they work out all the time and that's where their bodies come from. Like, it's so funny. Well, I mean, I do. I've seen, I've watched enough Chloe Snapchat workouts back in the day she where I'm like, she does work out yeah. all the time. But like, I think they, I think Kim especially pretends that she's like a gym fiend and it's like, no, <laughs> you're a. But the big one, the other things, they went to the uh, the DR, as Kim calls it, the Dominican Republic. So Kim could shoot her sports illustrated cover. And you guys, Talk about a champion. She was sick, yet she still posed in a bikini. And that's what strength is. That's what strength is, women. And if you don't, like, that is is girl bossing to the highest level. 
She's so brave and so strong. Have you ever posed in a bathing suit? Do you know how hard that is? And she was in the water too. And she got her ass up and she works. She, but you know what? Yes. I cool. I don't think it's cool to work when you're sick anymore. In like the COVID <laughs> days, it's like if you're sick, stay home. Like, you know, that's what I kept thinking. I was like, these poor, well, by the way, I know they all wanted to get it done. They were cool, but it was like, remember when Christine Quinn uh, supposedly had COVID and shot a commercial a couple of like months ago. And, and then this is like, yeah, man. Like, but like, what about Bobby? That's like, has the mic up, like to shoot this shit. Like you're potentially getting Bobby sick who has a family back home. And I don't think it's like cool or aspirational to like, wow, you went to work even though you're sick. Like, no, don't, don't go to work. If you're sick, stay home. when are people going to realize like this season, if anything, especially for Kim, because she is unarguably the lead of the show. These are like, we're watching all of her dreams come true on top of like, like, it's like we're watching every make a wish foundation move from Kim get like fulfilled. Whereas our lives are still shitty. Like, when are we going to start like Kim, when are you going to start watching our lives and making sure our lives are better instead of us making sure that you get your Balenciaga campaign, you get this campaign. Vogue cover, cashmere line, private jet, hosting SNL. It's like, we get it, Kim. You think that you are the most successful, most deserving, most hardworking person in the world. Yeah, it's like, I just don't think it's like. But if you look at that, that being the baseline for this season, where does Kim go from here? Like if you're, if Kim thinks of her life in TV seasons, which I think she does, where do you go? If you did a lot this season, where do you possibly go next season? Like that's what scares me because I feel like she's going to keep trying to top herself. And eventually it's like Thanos from the Avengers and she just destroys planets or something. Yeah. I think the issue is that they really do have more detractors than like genuine fans so I think that's like a little bit unsustainable. So why they thrive on like chaos and controversy and stuff like that. But like, I don't know. I don't know where Kim goes from here, but I do think that it's it's not going to be that simple to stay on top because again, it's like there really are just so, like with her new skincare line even, where, you know, it came out that skin, S-K-K-N, is already, you know, a trademark under a Black-owned business. And I mean, anybody like, should respect trademarks. It should be them since they they have literally a thousand trademarks. Like yeah, Chris Jenner knows her way around a trademark. Everything. Right. Like, it's just like, you've pissed off too many people. I just don't know exactly how much more there is to, you know, do. In the um, public eye. It's like everyone is kind of just like they're, they've had it. But again, I always say that and I talk about them. I keep them more relevant than like anyone on the planet. Oh, totally. Well, listen. I'm not going to ever say that they're not fun to talk about because I also love talking about pop culture right. and they're the, one of the best to do just the craziness and insanity of pop culture that also right. borderlines on like horror show because you're like, shit, this really works. And like you said, they have so many detractors, but it's that thing where they're still being talked about. So any news is good. Like any, any yeah. press is good press to a degree. Uh, one last thing about the Kardashians. I just, everybody, finally, we got another vacation from Kris Jenner. She is on uh, the Amalfi Coast uh, beautiful. She had a beautiful week sailing, you guys, with Cor- Corey Gamble was allowed to go on this vacation. Everybody was wondering why he didn't get to go to Travis Barker's wedding. And I don't know why still, but uh, Chris must have said, Corey, you've earned a vacation with me on one of your favorite yachts. And they're with Tommy Hilfiger and his lady. Like, I just the fact that Corey just gets to like wear colorful PJs on yachts 
is like, I'm just like, what, how that's aspirational for me. Like, congratulations to Corey Gamble. Like you did it, dude. I know that's, that's gold digging at its finest. I yeah, really guys can do it too. Come on. Yeah, no, I would love that. He's a yacht girl, baby. <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> Corey Gamble's book, my life as a yacht girl. Yeah. Um, Kanye needs to do a remake of gold digger based around Corey Gamble, just like yeah. a little parting shot. But uh, I noticed a picture. It looked like Corey Gamble was wearing a wedding band on his hand, on his wedding hand. Ooh. They had a photo on the yacht and it's like this diamond and crust, which looks like a wedding band. I wouldn't be surprised if Chris was like, put it on because the paps are out there. Put it on. Then I'm picturing, oh my God. Then I'm picturing this is like Titanic and like this, this diamond ring is worth like a billion dollars that he has on his ring. And it's like Titanic out there on the Amalfi coast. And like, like 80 years later, Corey Gamble gets taken in the middle to find the heart of the ocean, which is his ring. And he's had it the whole time. And he's like, and then Chris Jenner's like, never let go, Corey, never let go. And then he drops it in the ocean. He's like, bloop, bleak. um so i just love like i i want more like i would love a limited series about the adventures of Corey and chris like i want to know like did you see that tmz article where he has a fistful of her ass in his hand they're having fun yeah but like that's like like like, you know speaking of our grandmas i know they're like sexual beings i'm sure but like i didn't like like rain has to open up tmz as i as you know he probably mason and rain love tmz they have to see is that nana with like her her, chris's special friend uncle Corey, and the hands in the that lovey is that lovey (laughs) like does northwest have an opinion on that like she can't be happy i'm sure those those poor kids i um thoughts about that but some quick thoughts uh uh, are you in for the Countess Luann, Sonia Morgan, Simple Life reboot or Simple Life show where they go into middle America? Are you, are you, would you oh, hell that? yeah. Yeah, I hell think that would be yeah. great. Yeah. Oh my God. That sounds incredible. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like fully in and I hope they do more stuff like this. I did get fooled this week by this is what I fucking hate about Instagram and all these people passing around these rumors that turn out to not be true. I thought there were three new Real Housewives franchises, Scottsdale, Nashville, and Winnetka. And it turns out it was all bullshit. Dude, you the fucking Instagram accounts that pick this up and then they're like tagging Peacock. They say this is official. And then it turns out not to be. It's embarrassed. Like I'm embarrassed. And I apologize to you guys for even saying that. Thankfully, I didn't make a post about it, but I did talk about it on the show. And I'm really sorry because I, you know, like once you see it on 10 accounts, you think it's true. And then I should realize every time that like, don't get fooled. Everybody is just trying to get likes on Instagram, you know? Yep. Everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. Just like a bummer. Um, Idris Elba is reportedly in talks to be the new James Bond. The actor 49 was confirmed uh, being part of the conversation. So that's been rumored for a while. It would be our first black James Bond, which would be cool. Love it. Um, Nick Cannon having another baby. Like this is uh, the guy won't stop the guy. And the, the, the sad thing is a month ago, he put out that people statement saying that he had consulted with uh, a doctor to get snipped to get a vasectomy. And I'm like, why didn't you go ahead? Like in that time, he got somebody else pregnant. Like why consult? Like do it that day on the consultation. Like at this point, it's like, I don't, is it even funny anymore? It's not funny. It's sad because those kids, there's no way you can give that many kids from all of these different mothers, the same amount of care and attention. And it's sad. It's sad for those kids that he it's, 
I think it's irresponsible on his part and it's selfish that he just wants to like plant his seed without really thinking of the consequences. This is like a real human being. There's oh, no all- you can have that many separate. It's one thing if you have a bunch of kids with the same, I mean, I'm not saying one is like inherently, you know, morally just compared to the other one, but it's like that you can't spread your time and attention between that many different households. It's just not physically possible. Um, and it's all with different women too. So yeah, it's like, not it's like, like, it's like all the different households. It's like, you can't, it's not like they're all in one house together or like two different houses. It's like a lot of different households. It's just not physically not possible for him to give everyone equal attention. What do you think goes through these women's mind when they're like, oh, Nick wants to take me out, but he's has seven other kids this last three years with seven different girls. Do you think, I mean, like what part of the, like, do you think he's just that charming? Do you think they really are like, oh, well, hopefully I can I get taken care of. I might be like a payday. I mean, I'm not like accusing anyone. Of no, no. I'm just wondering like, like what do you think a woman years? thinks? But I think it might be a payday thing where it's like, oh, this guy is famous. If I get, pre- I don't know because it not- no other explanation makes sense to me. Like, I think that there might actually just be a sense of, oh, if I get pregnant by a famous guy, then I'm set for life, which in many cases is true, honestly. Yeah. So, unfortunately, yeah. Um, but it's like, how much money does he have to support all of these children now at this point? Probably not a lot. I mean, he's not working that much, is he? No, and he's always seems to be going on expensive dates. So I'm like, where? I, like, I love that as I get older, I'm not even concerned with my money situation, but I'm always concerned with celebrities. Like, I'm like, Nick, how's Nick going to pay for this? Like, I don't even worry about like how I'm going to pay for things, which I should be. But like, I'm always worried, like, why is Nick spending this on this? Like, I always go, that's not Um, uh, Real Housewives of Orange County producer is not returning because he says Heather DeBro is diabolical, which uh, supposedly this came from Kelly Dodd, which I just don't understand why Kelly Dodd is told. It's like Kelly Dodd, Tamara and Teddy, because they have the podcast. Why is any housewife or anybody working on these shows talking to these ladies? Like they must be talking to them because they know it's going to get out because Kelly Dodd has one of the biggest mouths I've ever, but you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you tell any like personal secret to Kelly Dodd or Tamara or Teddy when they're just going to spill it to try to get like clicks and all that shit? Oh my God. And Kelly Dodd actually quit Twitter. You guys, because it's a woke mob. It's a woke mob. She's taking her message just to Instagram. Um, and, uh, finally Ezra Miller, uh, they, uh, are in more trouble this past week, uh, cause the parents of an 18 year old says Ezra Miller groomed their daughter when she was 13, uh, gave their daughter, uh, acid and a lot of, uh, hallucinogens supposedly. And they think that Ezra controls their daughter. Uh, the daughter has come out in a statement saying that is not true. My parents are against me. Um, listen, I don't know, you know, but it seems like Ezra, as we've documented on the show, has gone through a lot of trouble, a lot that he has caused. So it doesn't look another thing that doesn't look good. This, this person's life just must be intense chaos. All In fact, this should be, he should, they should be on Vanderpump rules this season. Like it's all chaos. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just I. And finally, Katie uh, and Tom Schwartz, uh, they moved out of their house this week. Katie moved into a new apartment. I guess she talks about it on her podcast, but they are both very sad. So hopefully they are okay. But I think in the all, it'll be really good for both of them. And I'm really curious to see on the 10th season, which they do start shooting in like two weeks, how this will all play out. Cause I think it'll be interesting to see both of them sing. Oh, so they're start, they're shooting it in two weeks. Yeah. They start shooting. Yeah. The beginning of July. Oh, 
I yeah. am definitely interested. I saw that. Oh, it's sad. A lot of memories in that house, I'm sure. And I'm curious, like, what, where they're both respectively, like, moving to. Not, yeah, I like, wonder exactly, if... but, like, what their places are going to look like. Is Schwartz Well, Katie's already like... moved in because she's, a like, you, like, girls always have this stuff. So, like, she's already moved in, everything. Uh-huh. I bet Schwartz is, like, living out of a car or something, you know? Not going to have a bed frame for, like, two years. Mattress in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited to see that. And I heard a couple of other things, uh, which I'm not allowed to say here, but I'll tell you uh, off this that that are. I think it's just going to be a really intense, good season. Uh, it, it should be really interesting. But yeah, I'm really interested in Katie Maloney dating. Somebody left me a DM saying, do you think that Katie Maloney is dating Bo's best man, Stassi and Bo? And I guess Bo's best friend, like who has like a beard and stuff. But like, I don't know where that, if that's an actual rumor or somebody was just like asking me, because I was like, I haven't heard anything. But I was like, wow, that would be, that would be wild if Katie immediately gets another boyfriend or something. I kind of want her to be single for a little bit, but at the same time- yes. I feel like she was so already um, checked out, like mentally checked out of her relationship with Schwartz for so long that like she probably is ready to like move on already. I don't know. Mm. Well, anyways. Wishing her the best. We we do wish Katie Maloney the best. And also like Schwartz is one of those guys, like women kind of like, he's going to be okay. It's just you hope he like kind of- doesn't go to like I remember after my divorce and all that like you go hard for a little bit and you're kind of running on fumes and you don't get a lot of sleep and your body goes through this weird thing so like I just I hope they're I hope they're both okay but especially Schwartz because it doesn't seem like he can take care of himself you know yeah no I'm I'm definitely a little bit concerned for Schwartz that's for sure Um, Okay, so you guys, this was it. This is the Summer of Sophie. Make sure you go subscribe to her pod. Uh, What are you going to be working on next week for the Substack? Any ideas yet? You're going to have to stay tuned. I actually am very interested in this drama that's kind of going on with this influencer named Remy Bader. And what's the drama? I know her. She's the uh, the plus size model, right? Yeah, she basically wasn't allowed. I was thinking of this because we were talking about Bachelor contestants. Kit Keenan was one of these girls who I guess she was on this influencer trip with Kit Keenan and some other girls for Hampton Water, this brand. They went to this um, horse farm in the Hamptons over the weekend and the horse farm turned Remy away for being over the weight limit, I guess, of what they allowed people to ride horses. And then the owner's son came on to TikTok and if you go to Remy's TikTok, you can see that she duetted it. But this guy was like, if you weren't a fat bitch, or if you're not a fat bitch, you can rat our horses. And oh, it was just shit. like so awful. It's called Deep Hollow Ranch or something like that. But anyway, all of the all of the tea is kind of on TikTok, but I'm very I'm following the saga closely. Oh so. my God. Yeah, feel. So did, I, Ra- did Remy go off in a video, and that's why he's like responding to that video? She or posted online about it. I don't. She didn't like throw a fit or anything. She was just like, "What the hell? Like, I can't believe I went to this ranch and I was turned away, and no one even warned us about any sort of like weight limits." And I think some of that responsibility is probably on the brand for making arrangements for this activity that clearly wasn't inclusive for everyone there. I don't know. It's a whole thing, but probably when I was when I was at my heaviest, like. 12 years ago or 13 years, a long time ago. Now, uh, I remember I was working, I was a manager at a nightclub and I went to Joe Francis from girls gone wild had rented out the entire six flags. And so through like bar connection, like rented out the entire. And I remember going to the six flags and I uh, couldn't get like, I, 
couldn't get the bar on one of the um, the roller coasters down. And it was one of the most traumatic experiences of my life because you're with all these cool people trying to be cool and trying to, and then you couldn't get, I couldn't get the bar down. And it was just, hor- it was, it was one of the worst. Oh God, I hate it. That, I just remembered that. It was just really bad. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's uh, let's start. Let's end the week on that note. So you'll uh, put that into your thoughts and have that out in the Substack maybe next week. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I'm leaning towards because I'm really following the saga closely. So okay, yep. cool, you guys. I hope you have a great week. We hope you have a great week, and thank you for all of your support. And just make sure you throw that on over to Sophie's podcast. She does have one season out. You can listen to the entire thing over the course of this week, and she'll be doing a new season, I think, in July. Uh, and uh, we'll come back and we'll give you more information on that when we have it. Okay. Yeah. Go listen, everyone. Bye. Bye. Betches.